people with chronic inflammatory diseases have an increased risk of death relative to the general population rates. This increased risk is in large part due to atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease. However, cardiovascular disease is under-recognized and under-treated in patients with chronic inflammatory diseases. I'm Dr. Kirsten Patrick, Deputy Editor for the Canadian Medical Association Journal. Today, I'm speaking with one of the authors of a review article published in CMAJ that looks at managing premature atherosclerosis in patients with chronic inflammatory diseases. Dr. Alex Legg is an internal medicine resident at Dalhousie University in Halifax, Nova Scotia. She's enrolled in the Clinician Investigator Program, and she co-wrote the review article with Dr. John Hanley, rheumatologist and professor in the Department of Medicine at Dalhousie University. Dr. Legg is joining me today from Halifax to discuss their article. Welcome, Alex. Hi, thanks so much for inviting me. So let's start with going over what you define as chronic inflammatory diseases in the article. What diseases fall into this category? So the scope of this review was really focused on chronic inflammatory rheumatic diseases. So this would include different types of inflammatory joint diseases, such as rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic arthritis, and ankylosing spondylitis. It would also include more systemic autoimmune rheumatic diseases, uh, such as systemic lupus erythematosus, dermatomyositis, and systemic sclerosis. Alex, what is the increase in risk of atherosclerosis and cardiovascular disease in patients with chronic inflammatory disease relative to the general population? So overall, the risk of cardiovascular disease in uh, patients with chronic inflammatory diseases appears to be uh, increased by approximately 1.5 to twofold compared to the general population although the exact relative risk may vary based on uh, age, sex, and the specific type of inflammatory disease that we're looking at. So, for example, if we look at the, the inflammatory joint diseases, such as rheumatoid arthritis, meta-analyses of observational studies have found that the risk of death due to cardiovascular disease among individuals with rheumatoid arthritis is increased by about 50 to 60 percent compared to those without the disease. For systemic autoimmune rheumatic diseases such as lupus, it appears that the risk of cardiovascular disease may be even higher. So a recent systematic review suggested that the risk of myocardial infarction, stroke, or cardiovascular death among patients with systemic lupus is at least doubled compared with the general population. What factors contribute to this increased risk of cardiovascular disease in these patients? The factors that contribute to excess cardiovascular burden among people with chronic inflammatory diseases can be divided into uh, three categories. So first, we do see an increased prevalence of traditional cardiac risk factors um, in these individuals compared with the general population. But even after we account for that increased prevalence of traditional risk factors, an excess burden of cardiovascular disease remains in these patients with chronic inflammatory diseases suggesting that there must also be other factors at play. And we suspect that those other factors are actually specific to these chronic inflammatory diseases. 
whereby the presence of chronic inflammation may be directly contributing to accelerated atherosclerosis in these individuals. And then finally, the uh, third factor relates to the fact that uh, we know that cardiovascular disease and its risk factors are commonly under underrecognized and undertreated in these uh, patients, which further increases uh, the burden of atherosclerotic disease in this population. So on that latter point, the poor recognition of patients with, uh, with risk factors and uh, chronic inflammatory disease, what evidence is there to support that, that that's the case? So cardiovascular events do seem to be under-recognized in these individuals. Um, there was a population-based cohort study that was conducted in the United States, which compared 603 patients with rheumatoid arthritis to age and sex match controls and found that uh, rheumatoid arthritis patients were about twice as likely to experience an unrecognized myocardial infarction or sudden cardiac death compared to those without the disease. That's right at the, the end of the scale. That's sort of when disease manifests itself. And uh, is there any um, evidence to suggest that risk factors are under-recognized in earlier stage of the disease? So we do have evidence in rheumatoid arthritis that modifiable cardiovascular risk factors such as hypertension, diabetes, and dyslipidemia are more likely to either go unrecognized or to be suboptimally managed when compared to the general population. So, for example, a recent cross-sectional study of 327 individuals with rheumatoid arthritis found that only 6% of these patients who had indications for lipid-lowering therapy were actually receiving statins. And among those receiving statins, 86% were not meeting the recommended uh, targets. And this study also reported similar findings with respect to the recognition and treatment of hypertension. That's fairly troubling. How often should physicians do a risk assessment for cardiovascular disease in patients with chronic inflammatory diseases? The most recent recommendations from the Canadian Cardiovascular Society uh, suggest that cardiovascular risk assessment should be performed in all patients with chronic inflammatory diseases, regardless of age. In terms of uh, frequency, it's suggested that uh, when an individual is diagnosed with a chronic inflammatory disease, they should have a cardiovascular risk assessment within their first two years of disease, ideally once uh, their inflammatory uh, disease activity is under reasonable control. If an individual is found to be at low risk on that assessment, so a 10-year risk of cardiovascular events of less than 5%, it would be reasonable to repeat that cardiovascular risk assessment in three to five years. If the individual is deemed to be intermediate or high risk, it, the risk assessment should be repeated more frequently, uh, up to once a year, according to the Canadian uh, Cardiovascular Society guidelines. So that's very useful. Now, I think uh, patients present or are diagnosed with chronic inflammatory diseases at quite a uh, varying stage in, in lifespan. So you can have young onsets and, and older. Are you saying that once a patient, say, of 29 or 30 who's diagnosed with a chronic inflammatory disease, they should have um, cardiovascular screening immediately and then according to their level of risk, as you've said. 
That's exactly right. So that individual should have a cardiovascular risk assessment within the first two years of diagnosis. And then if the individual is found to be at low risk on that assessment, it could be repeated again up to five years later. In your article, you describe management strategies, including pharmacotherapy. What are the main ways of managing cardiovascular disease risk in patients with chronic inflammatory diseases? So we can divide the uh, strategies for managing cardiovascular risk in patients with chronic inflammatory diseases into uh, sort of three separate strategies. The first is really focused on optimal control of inflammatory disease activity in order to reduce the amount of systemic inflammation present and thereby hopefully uh, reducing the premature atherosclerosis. The second strategy would be to aggressively treat traditional cardiac risk factors in this population, um, which includes uh, both lifestyle factors such as physical activity, uh, smoking cessation, and maintaining a healthy body weight, as well as uh, screening for and treating risk factors such as dyslipidemia, hypertension, and diabetes, according to the recommendations made in our national guidelines. And then finally, the third strategy relates to the use of certain anti-inflammatory medications that might increase cardiovascular risk in these patients, so specifically um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs and corticosteroids. And really, uh, the message is that we should be using caution whenever we're prescribing these medications uh, in this population. Who then is primarily responsible for managing cardiovascular risk in these patients? So I think that uh, one of the overarching principles that we uh, try to emphasize in this review article is that uh, Successful cardiovascular disease risk assessment and management for patients with chronic inflammatory diseases requires a very collaborative approach with the active participation of uh, both specialists, such as rheumatologists and cardiologists, as well as primary care providers and other health professionals. Um, so I think one of the reasons that uh, cardiovascular risk factors are currently under-recognized and under-treated in this population, maybe some confusion between primary care providers and rheumatologists in terms of their respective roles in managing cardiovascular risk for these patients, as well as a lack of effective communication between providers on this particular issue. So certainly moving forward, I think uh, an important issue will be determining the best strategies to assess and manage cardiovascular risk in these patients in a collaborative way um, with the involvement of both primary care providers and rheumatologists. Alex, if you could perhaps summarize your article into one key take-home message for physicians, what would that be? Really, it would just be to be aware of the increased cardiovascular risk in patients with chronic inflammatory diseases to maintain a high index of suspicion when these individuals are presenting with ischemic symptoms and to be diligent in screening for and treating cardiac risk factors in this population. Alex, thanks for joining us to discuss your really useful article. Thanks so much for having me. 
I've been speaking with Dr. Alexandra Legg, an internal medicine resident at Dalhousie University in Halifax, Nova Scotia. She co-wrote the review article with Dr. John Hanley, rheumatologist and professor in the Department of Medicine at Dalhousie University. To read this article, visit cmaj.ca. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, we encourage you to subscribe to CMAJ Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. While you're there, you can browse and listen to our many past episodes. I'm Dr. Kirsten Patrick, Deputy Editor for CMAJ. Thank you for listening.